Hi, I'm Lucas. And I'm Brian. And this is the Quacks Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast for this week, episode 36. 36. I'm here with Brian. Hey, hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, how's it going, Brian? Hey. I almost like <laughs> did this crusty, <laughs> hey, kids. <laughs> this crusty clown. I don't even know where it came from. Yeah, How are you doing this week, man? I'm good. I'm good. Working hard and uh, getting a little bit of relaxation in this weekend, which was nice. That's and, great. Yeah, doing well. How about yourself? I'm good, man. Had a little Halloween shindig on Saturday. and Oh, a little party. Yep. Now I'm shindigged out for the season. I'm did good you dress until up? New Year's. <laughs> uh, I did. You want to know what I was? What were you? I wore my, my Sunday best. I call it that. Uh, because to see me in a tie, you better be getting married or buried. Um, and then, uh, <laughs> so I had a really nice, uh, you know, uh, clothes on and then I had a, uh, devil mask and I was a pharmaceutical rep. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's great. So I had a demon mask and I was dressed to the nines and I was trying to sell everybody, f- you know, Viagra and opioids. That's awesome. <laughs> so that was it. That's really funny. I was just talking to someone today that it's illegal to make pens with your drug or pharmaceutical name on it and give it to doctors. Like what? It used to be you could have pens with Lipitor on it or Viagra on it or something like that. Totally. I have them. But what they regulated it as is is basically doctors would be sitting there with their pen talking to patients and they'd look at the pen, they go, Oh, they need Viagra or something along those lines. Oh I mean, God. it's it a little sense. ridiculous, but in the natural industry, those laws don't apply. So we have pens with our company's names on them that we hand out all the time. There is a God. I just thought that was hilarious. <laughs> that is crazy, though, because I remember all those those pharmaceutical pens. I mean, I would end up with them. I don't even know how I have Pfizer pens. Yeah, I, I remember my doctor one time was like, I guess they just think us doctors are so dumb that we're just going to look down at our pen and that's what we're going to prescribe. And it's like, yeah, man, but, you know, just getting the name in your head. Totally. It does kind of work. As you're (laughs) writing, no less. It does kind of work. So Totally. So this week I wanted to talk about uh, the top mistakes that people make when they get into supplements and natural methods of healing. Yeah. Uh, you know, a big part of life is just not doing anything too stupid. You know, I, I've, I've been doing this natural stuff for almost a decade now. And now you tell me. Right. Now you tell me. <laughs> and if I knew these things when I first started working at a health food store, I would have probably saved myself a lot of pain and misery. Right. Yeah. So when people jump into this world, they get really excited. They're in that pink cloud and they just, they're all in, but they're not necessarily definitely about it from all sides. And, and what I love about the natural world too is it's kind of like a jungle, you know, like you can basically jump in and start trying to solve health problems with very little supervision or restriction. So if I want antibiotics, like I have to go jump through a bunch of hoops. I have to talk to the doctor who's the first gatekeeper. Uh, Then I need to go to another gatekeeper who's the pharmacist and show them that the first gatekeeper said it was totally fine if I take this antibiotic. You know, I have to go through all these hoops to get the antibiotic. Mm. There's no freedom really to experiment. I'm I'm kind of a child. I'm taken care of like a child. I'm Mm -hmm. not treated like an adult. Whereas the natural world does not have those restrictions, which means there's opportunity and risk Mm. within the natural world. And with risk comes mistakes, and with opportunity comes success. Are you saying that there's no risk then in the pharmaceutical side of it? Like no, there there is, but it's how would I say this? It's it's like 
it's not on you. Mm, it's meaning on the doctor. it's on the doctor. Meaning he prescribed me something, and it's 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 like I I just have to. He's telling you what to do. Yeah, I just have to sit in the car, and they're driving me somewhere. Yeah, you know, totally. And and basically, my quote unquote risk is like just to say yes or no. Yep. Here's the treatment. Uh, yes. Here's the treatment. No. Okay. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and how many people actually say no? Yeah, a lot less than you would think. And there's a lot of uh, different aspects there to make sure you say yes. Mm. You know, from everything from, yeah, you know, the surgeon just had a spot open up next Tuesday to, you know, this is the best we can do. This is the only thing that that is known. So white coat mafia. White coat mafia. So these are the top five mistakes that I have made uh, when you dive into this jungle. All right, you ready? Yes. So mistake number one. Uh, you overload yourself on vitamin A and beta carotene. So we talked about this in the Grant Jenner episode, and he, and he thinks vitamin A is a poison, which I think is probably a bit too extreme. Uh, most people do not need to worry too much about their vitamin intake in their day-to-day lives, but you know, in the natural world, some of the main recommendations and introductory products, they're all loaded with vitamin A. Really? Yeah, meaning when you start first learning... You know, there's these basic tenets that are kind of unwritten rules, I guess you'd say, or or basic supplements that you can try for any condition. Uh, they they kind of get thrown around. So, you know, if I went into a health food store and said I have this wrong, the helper person or whatever might say, you know, if you tried fish oil, are you taking a multi? Are you doing greens? Mm. Um, and th- there's these kind of basics that get thrown at everything. Oh yes, right? I use them. Yeah, and and most of these basics are just loaded with vitamin A. So, for example, cod liver oil is talked about positively for, you know, inflammation. I think there's some some probably older listeners who uh, remember their parents giving them cod liver oil when they were young and sick. Yep. Right? So, it's kind of got this, like, old-timey <laughs> reputation as, like, this remedy that has been around forever. Tried and true. Yeah. But cod liver oil has a decent amount of vitamin A and D in it. Yep. Uh, you might hear about greens and how good vegetables are for you. Uh, there's lots of books and online gurus who teach you how to juice vegetables, often focusing on carrots, which have a lot of beta carotene or dark leafy greens, which also do. Um, They might recommend green juice powders like spirulina or chlorella. Those have a lot of vitamin A. Right. Yep. And if you're interested in paleo or ancestral diets, which are kind of, they're more Spartan in nature, organ meats, liver, uh, they talk about eggs a lot. Those, I mean, liver is one of the highest amounts of vitamin A foods you can get. That's so funny because I never think about these things being high in vitamin A until you pointed out that I was like, well, who's asking for vitamin A? Nobody's asking for vitamin A. Right? Or sweet potatoes too. Those are high in beta carotene. And I know a lot of paleo people move to sweet potatoes because they get moved off of regular potatoes and other, other carbs. Yep. And then lastly, just, just a high dose multivitamin has a lot of decent amount of vitamin A. So if you're not careful... You know, you're all excited to start eating healthy, take supplements. You may take a couple of these and find yourself just loaded up with a lot of vitamin A. So if you do, you're probably going to feel good at first. You know, you're going to have cell turnover. Uh, Your skin quality will improve. You'll have more energy. But the longer you take them, the worse things will get. You'll start having joint pain, fatigue, allergies. That's actually a big one. Uh, You start getting more and more sensitive to foods over time. I don't really have a reference to that but i've seen that happen over and over again that people who take high amounts of vitamin a they get allergies over time and i'm not sure i'm not sure exactly why that is but i've seen that connection you have yeah that's crazy yeah 
And in addition to that, uh, vitamin A and your thyroid, they have this kind of synergistic relationship. So getting too much vitamin A can really start messing up your thyroid and your metabolism. Uh, so, you know, if there's a mismatch there, it's, it's not great. So mistake number one, too much vitamin A or beta carotene. Yes. Not a toxin, but not exactly your, uh, your number one May, go-to. Maybe a toxin to some people, you know, some conditions. Okay. But yeah. Or most, too much of it. Most people don't have to worry or think about this at all. But if they do start doing supplements and lay load up, they might have to start thinking about it at some point. Right. Because they all have them. Have some moderate levels of vitamin A, it sounds like. Yeah. So mistake number two is you jump into fasting and the whole world of not eating in uh, creative creative ways right. too quickly. So <laughs> fasting, you know, it's become super popular in yes. the last couple of years. And I used to do it as well. I would fast every Friday. Uh, and then I did a couple fasts lasting around three days. Uh, and I did a longer fast for six days. Were you just drinking water? Yeah, just did water. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was a very interesting experience. I've... I mean, on that fifth day, when I did that six-day fast, man, I just had no energy. I was just laying there. And it's just amazing how your world shrinks, how everything that you're thinking about, your whole world just comes down to this little tiny area of like, I only have the energy to lay here and breathe. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't that jack your, your blood sugars up at all? Well, not really. It's actually much easier because you're not eating anything and so you don't have to take insulin you don't have to wow you don't have to mess around with anything okay so it's just it's just a flat line crazy because i thought that maybe you'd still have to take the insulin yeah i mean you still have to take a small amount right but you don't have to take it for meals which is where you know things can kind of go up and down and all that stuff got it okay yeah so i've also talked to a lot of people who get into fasting so i think i have a pretty good blueprint for the phases that people go through when they get into fasting. Okay. All right. So when someone does their first water fast for maybe a few days, it's not uncommon that they will say that they feel better than they've ever felt in their entire life. And there's a couple reasons for this. (laughs) (laughs) Endorphins. Yes. So first off, uh, they're often fasting at least in part because they're a bit overweight uh, and while they are fasting, their stomach is very flat and unbloated, and that feels really nice. Yes. Uh, they're also getting a break from digesting foods, meaning you know they don't feel sluggish, and their body's not having to deal with some of the allergenic substances that we are all consuming on a daily basis. And their body's also not having to deal with endotoxin, which is a byproduct created by the bacteria that live in our guts. Okay. So it just fasting makes your gut, your core feel a lot better totally does totally right yeah because yeah i'm very happy i'm like i'm starving but look great (laughs) (laughs) which which is like every model out there pretty much yeah yeah i guess (laughs) so secondly uh your body runs out of glycogen which is basically the stored carbohydrates we use for energy it switches to fat burning and with this switch, you get this surge of cortisol, which is a stress hormone that breaks down fat and muscle to supply you with food, with, with fuel, right? Right, yeah. What most people don't know is that cortisol can be one of the best feeling hormones out there. Really? I mean, it, I'm talking like euphoria, excitement, uh, deep feelings of meaning, uh, you can feel like you're breaking through mental barriers, listening to the wisdom of the universe, <laughs> you know, seeing things in a way you've never seen before. Yeah, that sounds great. It can be, yeah, it can be like this spiritual experience. 
So you kind of combine these two factors together with some of the other benefits of fasting. And you can see why someone might try fasting and say, wow, you know, this is it for me. I yeah. love this. Yes. So this is the blueprint. Someone tries fasting, has this, this experience, and after their first fast, they're already planning their next one. They'll, they'll say, I did three days, but next month I'm going to do five days. <laughs> wow. You know, they're like super excited about it. But what I see over and over again is that the first fast, maybe, maybe the second fast, is the best fast that they will ever do. Meaning from there, it goes downhill. Just chasing the dragon. They're chasing the dragon. And they don't get the same feelings. They begin to lose energy. And the, the complexity of their life begins to break down. So we need energy to maintain our relationships, to have a job, you know, to do all the things that we have to do yeah. to have a good life. Now, long-term exposure to cortisol will damage your metabolism. And it's, it's really clear in the research and observationally. So as someone fasts more and more, their metabolism and hence their energy that they can create on a daily basis goes down. So their life just begins to kind of fall into chaos okay. as time goes on. So this is the last phase of the blueprint. And it's usually after a big shift in the person's life where, you know, they break up with a boyfriend or girlfriend or they lose their job and then they stop fasting. So they, they don't they don't quit fasting. Their life just gets so chaotic that they no longer have the free time that they used to to experiment on things like fasting. Okay. Um, and I've seen, I've seen the people who really push it, who do weeks of fasting. They basically destroy the structure of their life. And and maybe that's a good thing. You know, maybe they don't like their relationships or their job or whatever. So that's what they were after. <laughs> Self destruction. Yeah, but it's it's a tough road to hoe. So. So mistake number two is is don't let that be you, basically. <laughs> yes. I'm very careful with my fasting techniques. How is that going, by the way? You're still doing... It's good. I've slipped up a little bit. I say slipped up. I've been very hard on myself. But like, there's been a couple nights where I'm like, need sustenance. And there's been a couple mornings where I, I haven't made it to 11. Um, but I've been doing good overall. And I definitely feel a difference when I've done it you know, three days in a row or four days in a row or even a couple of weeks in a row, it feels really good, man. Really? It really does. So when I slip and I go off of it, I feel terrible. Like now I'm kind of trying, I'm getting back onto it and stuff, but just one day of throws it off or a couple of days throw it off. And I, I just feel kind of in that bloated gnarliness that I'm trying to get Trying to avoid. And, yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for the update. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I'm going to stick with it. Okay. So mistake number three is uh, is following a guru of health dogmatically. Mm. <laughs> so I'm in sales, right? <laughs> and let me tell you, like having strong opinions <laughs> helps your sales. Okay. It yeah. definitely does. <laughs> yeah. There are, there And there are tons of health gurus out there. They're all talking about some diet or supplement, you know, regime or whatever. And they focus in on some aspect of health and they claim that addressing that aspect will lead you to more energy, help with chronic illness, better brain power, or something, you know? Yeah. Now, to, so to give you an example, there's this guy named Dr. Morrison who talks about the lymph system, and he t sells herbs to help flush the lymph system and detoxify you. Uh, he also talks about fasting on fruits, and he has some other modalities. So the lymph system is his thing. That's what he talks about all the time. He talks about it with strong opinions. Yeah. <laughs> Mistake number three is falling for those strong opinions. These opinions are there because they are selling something. And, you know, like it or not, we don't buy something from someone who's wishy-washy on the product. Mm -hmm. You know, people talk about, oh, I love the truth. But a, a sales, <laughs> you know, if a salesman's like, yeah, this product's okay, you know, 60% chance it might help you. Right. 
you know, you walk away. You don't want that. Totally. Right? Actually, there's a there's a great line that was overheard in, wa- in a Washington, D.C. bar. And it's explicit. So just a warning for any younger viewers, uh, I am going to curse. So turn it down. <laughs> but it goes like that. Truth is like poetry. And people fucking hate poetry. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. I just love that line. Anyway, so the truth is none of these gurus... <laughs> They have this. They, they don't have this magic bullet. None of them have a magic bullet. They'll promise big uh, because that is the only way that they can make a living doing what they do. But you don't have to fall for it. Uh, when I'm in a health food store and I'm talking to people, you know, I'm sure you, you actually see this all the time, mm-hmm. Brian. Um, but you have these people who have internalized some guru's talking points and they'll flat out tell you, you know, sugar will kill you or fat will kill you or, or something. And, and you hear these opinions coming out of their mouth that are not their opinions. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure you see totally. that, right? But I mean, all walks of life, it doesn't, not just in, I mean, politics, everything, people just repeating these things that they, they've exactly what you're saying right now. Totally. Yeah. So uh, the red pill, so to speak here is, is accepting that the amount of things that we can be sure about is much smaller than what people claim. Right. So we have these studies in these anecdotal reports, but you know, these are all just hints on what any substance or practice can actually do. Everyone's body is different. Everyone's, you know, physiochemistry is is slightly different or at least different. So these things that these people brought, paint in broad strokes might not affect you the same way too. Yet you yeah. might, at all. Might be totally different. It might be bad for you. And And that's one thing I've noticed when I read studies, like especially for pharmaceuticals, it'll be like, you know, 5% had adverse effects, you know, terrible rash or just like really horrific things. And you go, that might have, that might be me. Yes. You know, when I take this drug, like they'll tell you, oh no, this drug's really safe. But it's like, it's from statistics, you know? But it's like, no, what if you're the 1% whose throat locked up and you, you know, crapped yourself in the airport or something (laughs) like that? Like that could be, that you could be in the 1%. And then they'll roll it off as Herx or whatever. (laughs) And you're like, no, you're just detoxing. And not in the good 1%. (laughs) Yeah, that's bad. (laughs) Totally on board with that. And you know, I've had a few gurus of hell too. I followed Ray Pete for a while, uh, Dr. Lawrence Wilson in Prescott. I followed him for a while. And it feels good because you feel sure about things. Yep. You, know, you feel stable on your path. But you have a quarterback, you feel, like leading your personal exactly. team down the field. Yeah, exactly. But the more I study, the more I find out how, you know, what I once believed has way more nuance than what I thought. So, you know, mistake number three is just keep an open mind, focus on experimentation, yes. basically. Totally. Yeah. So mistake number four, it's a quick one, and that is taking too many supplements with black pepper extract in them. For absorption? Yes. So for some reason these days, everyone is putting black pepper extract into their supplements. Uh, there's a trademarked... Really? Is that happening across the board now? Yeah, there's there's a lot of supplements with black pepper. There's there's a trademarked one called Bioparin. Have you heard of that one? I have. Yeah. And, and they often put it alongside turmeric because, you know, it increases turmeric absorption. Uh, but companies now are putting it alongside a ton of different things. I was actually testing out a, a calcium deglucurate. Yeah. And uh, they have put Bioparin in it, which is just 
Really strange. I looked at that. I'm like, why is this in there? But the way black pepper works is it inhibits glucuronidation, which is a detox pathway in your liver. So it increases absorption of turmeric by stopping your liver from detoxifying it. Yes. But glucuronidation detoxes a lot of things. Things we're exposed to all the time, like estrogens from plastics. So, so if you get too much black pepper, you can mess up your liver's ability to clear some of these environmental toxins uh, that you very much want your liver to clear. They actually might be driving them deeper into your system. Could they yeah, you're, you could just absorption. build them up. You yeah. build them up because your your body's not getting rid of them. And let me add one more caveat: is that black pepper? A lot of people don't know it's a very highly irradiated substance. Oh, really? Yes, that's really interesting. I didn't so, read anything on that. A lot of table peppers are highly irradiated, um, which is crazy to me. But and I can't remember the exact reason why they're doing that um, so much. But a lot of pepper is highly irradiated. So I wonder if they're putting the same kind of pepper in these products. Mm. That's a whole other aspect of it. Yeah. So I I bet that would be a case if it was a non trademarked black pepper. Like if they just have black pepper on the label, right? But if it's bioparin, I know when it's trademarked that they've done the test to make sure that it has so much of the active ingredient and all that stuff. You know, it has to be standardized. But black pepper extract could be anything. I mean, or anything could be anything, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Could be LSD. (laughs) It could be be yourself, man. (laughs) What? It's people. It's people. So anyway, a good idea might be to check any supplements you're taking and just make sure you're not getting more than one or two supplements that have black pepper in it. Yes, that's, that's makes the bottom sense. Line. So finally, mistake number five: not listening to Quack's podcast weekly. That is a that's probably the biggest I'm mistake you could make. So mistake number five is uh, is treating supplements like you're at a buffet instead of treating supplements like you are judging a beauty pageant. Hmm. So many people treat supplements like. I don't know, like alchemists used to treat the philosopher's stone, meaning (laughs) all upside, you know, you're drinking this elixir of life that will make you healthy and happy the longer you take it. Yeah. In fact, studies are designed this way where they will test a substance out, like maca, let's say, and they'll tell you the benefits of it right in the title. Uh, The article could be called something like maca shows promise for uh, increasing testosterone and progesterone while lowering estrogen. Now, if you read a bunch of these articles, you start to think that maybe I I take all these herbs, vitamins, and other substances, and you get all these benefits in an additive way. But your body does not work in an additive or linear way. Mm. It works in a cyclical way. So supplements push your body in a certain direction. The body then reacts and adjusts to either negate or accommodate that direction. Rarely is that accommodation a net-net good. It's usually a trade-off, meaning you get more energy, but your sleep sucks. Right. You get less anxiety, but you're angry. You're pissed off. Or you get more pump in the gym, but you lose some hair. Or something. With every action, there's an equal or opposite reaction. And rarely is something just a net, net good. Right. So you want to treat supplements like you're judging a beauty pageant. You want the best of the best only. Most people who I talk to who have been in this industry for a while, they have a few things that they they really like. Uh, they might try other things to see if they like them, but they drop them if they don't get a great reaction. Yeah. Um, the people who take mountains of supplements, and I, and I know they are out there, they tend to create so much confusion and chaos for their body that they just can't sustain it. Uh, too many substances are pushing in opposite directions. Uh, they have no clue what's what's really going on, and it costs a lot of money as well. So basically just find the diamonds in the rough of the supplement world and stick to those. Yeah. How do you find those? Yeah. 
that's the question. How Trial do you find and error. It? Trial and error. You got to experiment. You got to see what works yeah. for you. So those are my five mistakes. That I'm sure there's more, but... Those um, are five big ones. Those are the five big ones that I could think of. Well, one of the things, if I could add to that, that I know a lot of yeah. people jumping into the, the this this world for the first time, especially people who are faced with... I mean, unfortunately, a lot of people who are faced with he- major health challenges. That's what drives them to alternative health or natural Definitely. health <clears throat> because they're looking for obvious alternatives to pharmaceutical or surgery or whatever it is, um, recommendations that they've gotten through. So people are trying to make a jump from taking a pill or some pharmaceutical agent every day for blood pressure, blood thinner, whatever it is, and they're trying to find a natural remedy for that. And then they'll just stop taking their med and then replace it with a supplement. And that's obviously a recipe for disaster. So just like cold turkey. Yeah. I mean, I see that more often than, I I mean, like you would think, well, wean myself off or see how this works or Mm. will this even be something that I can take while I'm taking this? Um, yeah, but I, and I understand that drive wanting to not be beholden to a pharmaceutical, especially if, um, it's causing you negative effects in other areas of your life. Yeah. Um, but just be smart about it and take your time, do your research. So just, yeah, basically don't jump into something new if you're already stable on a medication, um, that has some side effects. Yeah, just make it make it a smooth transition. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, take your time with it. Um, the other thing is that that people sometimes that they want to know either they're going to come up with their own dosing or their own dosages. Stick to either what it says on the bottle or what your healthcare practitioner or one of somebody some health advisor that has some stones uh, in the game can can actually give you some bona fide advice because yeah. you could hurt yourself. It, like anything else, like, I mean, we sell food grade hydrogen peroxide in the store. It's 35% hydrogen peroxide. Mm. People are looking to come in for a quick fix. And we had a guy come in for food grade hydrogen peroxide, go out to his car and start swigging the stuff. We had to call an ambulance. Oh my goodness. I mean, you can die from that sort of thing. Yeah, that's not too smart. Just by going, well, this is food grade hydrogen peroxide, swigging out of the bottle. This stuff is like pool acid. <laughs> Remember those risks I talked about earlier? <laughs> yeah. So it's just a matter of like just <laughs> being smart about it. Um, just like you would be taking, you know, and taking anything. I would hope that even before you take a, a pharmaceutical um, that's been recommended or, 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 or prescribed to you by a doctor, that you, you do some research into that as well. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, which is what we're, we've been talking about for a year here on on the show. Almost a year. February is going to be a year. So it's been a while, a while though. But yeah, it's that same thing. So just being smart and not re- thinking that this is going to change your life overnight. You know, this world is amazing and there's so many different things available to you that you might not have been aware of, but go easy, step easy. All right. So basically, if you could sum that up, it would be uh, if you're going to jump into the natural world, you know, do listen to the instructions on how to use whatever you're going to use. Yes. Don't don't just totally go off on your own um, because you could take too much or too little or take it wrong or something like that. You have the internet at your fingertips. Also, you I mean, there are forums and forums and forums of people who are using these things. Yeah. I definitely say that that's a wealth of information at your fingertips. And though those people are not healthcare professionals either... They are people who are likely taking this or have taken whatever it is that you're looking, uh, you're you're you're, uh, you're investigating to yeah. take for yourself. So I see that a lot online too. I see people who 
are very skittish about some things that they shouldn't be skittish about and very not skittish about things that they should be <laughs> not, you know, skittish about. Like, uh, they'll, you know, like niacin, which is vitamin B3, people say, oh, you know, taking a thousand milligrams of niacin is really risky. And it's like, mm, it's not that risky. <laughs> but they'll take 500 milligrams of berberine, which is an antibiotic, basically, yeah. and be like, oh, yeah, I'll give it a shot. <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, maybe <laughs> maybe take golden seal first. You know, like just go, like go into that easy, you yeah. know? And it's just, it's just people just don't know. No, they yeah. don't. They're like, my thyroid's bad. I'll drink this bottle of iodine. <laughs> oh, man. The high-dose iodine thing is crazy. You know, I've heard of people who whose thyroid gland actually gets smaller after they do really high doses of iodine. Really? Which is, you know, it's like, man, I don't know. Is that permanent? You know? It's kind of crazy. <sighs> it's sticky. But, I mean, that's why you have us, and that's why you have a wealth of information. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> You'll be your path it. guide. Yeah. We'll, we'll tell you what we'll to do. We'll scare you off everything. Cool, man. Well, I think that, I think that's a solid episode. I think that's good uh, good knowledge to have out there. Some some mistakes you can avoid. Yeah. Because there is opportunity and risk in the natural world. It's a beautiful thing. It is. It's the but Wild West in a you, lot of ways. You're the one who gets to you know decide your what you're going to do and what uh, your fate's going to be. So and don't get discouraged because a lot of people will come in. I'm going to try supplements. These didn't work hogwash, you know, and just, well, there's like 3,000 other things you could try. Yeah. And yeah. everybody's different. So stay at it because you're worth it. The more you know. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Star shoots across the sky. All right. Cool, man. Anything else? That's it, brother, man. Sweet. Another good episode. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Quackspodcast.com. And always you can send us an email at quackspodcast at gmail.com. If you have any questions, that's it. Yeah, swipe up to get your uh, your uh, your Quacks merch too. Just swipe up right now. And <laughs> there's there's no Quacks merch, and there's no swipe up yeah. actually. All right. All right, thanks everybody. <laughs> Be well.